This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey everyone, welcome back to 50 Shades of Blue. Uh, which at this point I should maybe consider a name change. I can't even remember the last time I talked about BYU sports, which was obviously the beginning of this podcast. Uh, I don't know what name I would go to. I've kind of had a couple thoughts in my head. Uh, I thought the oxymormon would have been kind of funny, but I don't know. That's not, we don't really call ourselves Mormons anymore. So maybe that's irrelevant, but if anybody has any suggestions, or any ideas that they might want to throw my way. I am open to it, for sure. Anyway, and then today's episode, a good friend of mine, Trevor Back, comes on to the podcast because he has some really, really funny stories that I think are worth sharing, to say the least. One of which is a story about a goat man, so to speak. It's more kind of a skinwalker type scenario. He gets into this story that he had heard. He had heard it. Uh, firsthand from his friend that experienced it. Um, so there's a couple degrees of separation there. Regardless, it's a very pretty scary dang, pretty dang scary story. So I hope you at least enjoy that part of it. That's a, that's about 20 minutes into the episode. And then from there, we transition into a funnier story about uh, his experience as a high schooler working at a bakery and the terrible sanitation uh, methods that they or lack thereof that they used in that uh, bakery and just how disgusting the holding is and how they maybe have, have been responsible for a few deaths in the surrounding areas we don't know that for sure but anyway Trevor's a highly entertaining guy he's married he's been married for about a year and I wanted him to take me through kind of his engagement story real quick so that's what we spend a little bit first part of the episode doing because he had a cool thought to share in that regard. So I wanted to kind of explore that together. And then we dive into the stories. I hope you enjoy this episode. And I gotta say, in true Trevor fashion, he started off the podcast playing his own song. Which I'm sure I don't have a license for. And I hope it's not... I hope it doesn't come back to bite me in the butt. But regardless, I had to play it because it's my guy Trevor. Anyway, I do hope you enjoy it. I hope you have a great weekend. And we'll see you next week. That was uh-huh. so. Oh, that's like professional. That was gorgeous, bro. You got me now. I'm you got me downloading my next song on Apple Music. Dude, you got all hot and bothered by that song, oh, huh? Dude, this is, a, this is a, I might have to replace the national parks for my intro and outro. <laughs> hey, T back with it. Oh, yeah. are we going? We're doing this? Yeah, we're in, man. T back with it is with us right now. Yeah. At T back with it, I'll tell you right now, you're. I mean, I like following you on Instagram, but you're not like 
really active on it, which is a shame. Cause I, okay, like, I look at Instagram, but I don't really yeah. post. I'm not a big poster. You better post this episode. I'll, I'll get it. I'll post, <laughs> post this episode. Uh, I do have a question for you. Now hit me up. Do you like the sound of your voice on the podcast? Uh, I wouldn't say I like it, but I get used to it. Because I hear my voice recorded, and I'm like, dude, who is that idiot? You know, I sound so weird, and it pisses me off, because I don't think I sound like that. I will say one thing that I hate, because I usually, I listen to a lot of the episodes that I do. I listen most, if not all of them. I hate the fact that I say like all the time, and I'll probably say it in this episode. <laughs> Have you noticed that when you listen? I haven't noticed it, no. You're one of my OG listeners, bro, which is not why I brought you on. By the way, okay, because okay. this is not like I feel like I owe you something. I don't. I want you on because this is going to be a wildly entertaining episode, dude. Don't don't set the expectation. No, bro, I'm going there. to because I know it won't fail. <laughs> we uh, before we get to like kind of the meat of everything, though. Yeah. How about that softball game we just played on, dude? Dominated. Right. Come back, kids. Come back, kids. We were down by like seven runs, and then I don't know somewhere like no, we were five. And they were 12. They were 12. And then we, I think we we went from 5 to 16 in that one inning. Is that right? Yeah. Bust out 11. Bro, two, you had two. Harper had two in the field, in the park home runs. Yeah. Well, that's the only reason why I brought it up because I was just really hoping you'd say that. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, dude. And you had yeah, two it, or three strikeouts? One, dude. Okay. <laughs> And then one that was like you a actually hit, crushed a hit one. that looked like a bunt, pretty much. So, but you crushed one. You actually got a really. I remember one. I was because I was coaching first, and I was like, "Dang, Trev, hey, bro!" Even a blind squirrel finds a nut every <laughs> once in a while. Even know? a blind Mary Kate finds the uh, food. Yeah, a grape. Shout to Mary Kate. She likes grapes. Yeah, your hamster. That's what she is. Yeah, hamster. She's a hamster. Yeah, we love her. Yeah, she's great. All right, Trev. Well, I so let's. There are a couple reasons why I want to bring you on because you have you are one of the best storytellers I know. So we're gonna get a couple stories in the, like are kind of your like staples because okay. they're amazing and they need to be out there for everybody to hear. <laughs> they need to be available. I don't know. Can I get indicted for the the bakery we'll, story? We'll get to that. I'm not sure what the statute of limitations <laughs> is on homicide. Yeah, I don't know. We won't use specifics. <laughs> At least manslaughter. Yeah, yeah. That one might be expired. Okay. Yeah, we'll go. Maybe we'll have to make you anonymous, Trevor. Back. Yeah. Back with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, also. From what I heard, if, if I'm not mistaken, if this podcast gets enough listens, I don't even think the amount has to be that high. Um, you were going to let a lucky listener name your child, right? Yeah. The, yeah. The new, the, the, what's that? What's the number we agreed to? Uh, anyway, it was like seven. Seven. Get seven listens. Seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could do it. Yeah, I think so. Seventeen. Yeah, look, so listen, guy. Anybody listening to this, you get to choose the name of Trevor's child that's on the way. A ba- baby boy that'll be here in about six months. Hey, as long as they name it Ziggy or Parks, dude, I'm down. Parks. Parks. That's Parks. on the table? I like Parks. Yeah, it doesn't. Parks back. Parks with an X. Parks with an like X. Like Parks Bonafay, dude. There's a lot. Wakeboard? There's a lot there. Okay. Oh, okay. I've heard of him. Parks yeah. Bonafay. Yeah. That sounds cool, but Parks Back? You'd have to have a cool middle name to make it. Just make it Parks Bonafay Back. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then try and tell people that he's not named after Parks Bonafay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. All right. Speaking of, you're going to be a dad. But before you were a dad, you were a husband. And before you were a husband, you were a poor, broke, single 
man, just like the rest of us. <laughs> so I want to I want you to take us because I remember hearing your kind of kind of not like the actual engagement story itself, but just kind of what you were feeling going into it. Because a lot of people have trepidation when they get you know they're dating and they're just kind of like, well, everything's working. But I don't know, getting married terrifies me, right? And we have yeah. friends that can relate to that too. So I liked what you had said, and I'm going to let you talk about it on your own. But like, tell, tell me about the engagement itself. Like what, when you were dating Shannon for how long and, and then getting to the point where it's like, it's probably time to like pull the, pull the trigger here. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, it's a loaded question. Oh, like, you bet, dude. Well, this, I, don't, I don't throw softballs this, here, This is going to be like a freaking three-hour episode if we're, we're telling all these stories. But um, well, I'll try and streamline it. I mean, <laughs> okay. I really just want to know. You gotta like, edit some of this stuff out, bro. I don't know, man. I like it raw. <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah. So really, I mean, I, so I got married when I was thirty-three. You know. Okay. And I, I, I Wait, how old are you now? Thirty-four. Oh, so you just barely got married. That's yeah, right. Let's, That's right. Let's, I actually knew you guys when you were ago. engaged. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for coming to the wedding, dude. <laughs> um, so thanks for the invite, bro. <laughs> hey. We threw it out there on Facebook, okay. Oh, oh my! we probably weren't even Facebook friends. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> but yeah, so we dated a long time, probably, I don't know, two and a half years, maybe three Two years. and a half years? Yeah, what on and off. Doing? On and off. Oh, it was on and off. A little bit, but mostly on. Mm-hmm. Um, Were you doing like other shenanigans on the side? You had some side pieces in there? <laughs> for the most part, no. Yeah? Yeah. Did but, Shannon? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> we should bring her in Dude, here. We, maybe we her. should freaking go after these guys that were... Yeah, come dating, on, man. Dude. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, I, I and the thing is, like, it got to a point where I had dated just you know a, a good number of girls, mm-hmm. and I realized I was the common denominator, right? I was always the one. It's like, oh man, if she was whatever, if she was cooler, or if she was more spiritual, or if she was prettier, or if she was more fun, um, then I would be down. And it was like there was always something, bro. And I dated some really cool, solid girls. You, you think know? any of them are listening to this podcast? I doubt it. I hope I so. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and, and so it got to the po- this point where it's like, dude, the pattern is consistent, you know. And more often than, than not, it was like me that wasn't wasn't wanting to commit and get serious, you mm-hmm. know. And so. And I dated Shannon for, I don't know how long when I realized this, maybe like a, a year, year and a half or something. And I had to like, like conscientiously like think about this and like, and realize that it wasn't, it, it wasn't these girls I was dating. It was, it was me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I had to make this like paradigm shift and, um, and I still, I mean, it took me forever to kind of figure out like what, you know what was causing me to like bail and stuff and and I think part of it was you know you 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 want this like you know, you want you want this like butterfly feeling or you want you want yeah. to feel like a John Denver song about the the person you're gonna marry wait John Denver of all artists I don't John know John Denver he's got some good love songs right like, whatever Rocky, I, I, Rocky Mountain High that's pretty oh, dude. That's a, good one. That's a good one. <laughs> but anyway, you get what I'm saying. You, you want to yeah, be Twitter Yeah, I get what you're talking about. And, right, like when you watch that rom-com, how you get that feeling, like when they find love finally. Yeah, it's like, dude. Oh, yeah, that sounds and, nice. A Hollywoodized version of love. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, I, I, I just, Which exists. I mean, that does exist. It, it does exist, but I, in my personal opinion, you do not need that at all. 
Yeah. In fact, I, I think sometimes it's detrimental to people because they're not thinking logically, right. but they're thinking with their emotions. Well, and it will die off eventually, decisions. most likely, right? Dude, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? I just, I can't. I can't. Uh, I, w- I would say something if we weren't on your podcast, but anyway. What do I do? Dude, I can always edit it out. You won't edit it out, though. I know you <laughs> Oh, come on. Anyway, don't deprive I us. Got a, I got a funny comment for that. But anyway, so, yeah, I, I think that that, that kind of we- would wear off for sure. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, if you're Twitter-pated, you make this decision – when your Twitter page may or may not be, a, you may not be a in the right mindset. Logic right? Yeah. Once that crap wears off, dude, then you're stuck with this person forever. You know. Yeah. And that would suck, dude. I it would be horrible. And so, I I think personally, I think if they're a good person and they're they've got the the qualities you're looking for, they're solid in the gospel. You know. Or you guys are on the same page in the gospel, um, you you know they they you work well together. You can work through issues, whatever. I I think you could make it work with a number of people. Right, like there's just got to be a couple boxes they check that are super important, and they're not even really that many. Though, like that, you have to have a foundation, right? Like you got to have somebody. For example, like you said, the gospel. Like somebody, yeah. so, like if you're a member of a church and yeah. it's like you're devout and it's something important to you, then you got to find somebody who has that basically the equal level of importance as you, right? Yes. And then there's got to be a baseline level of attraction probably, right? But they don't For need sure. to be the prettiest girl or prettiest guy or prettiest guy, or best looking <laughs> guy in any given room. But there's a there's some physical attraction is obviously necessary. Yeah, need that. And then whatever else might be important to you in order to thrive in a relationship, maybe that sense of humor, maybe that's deep conversation, but not like we're really talking for five boxes at most yeah and which, there's a lot more that goes into all right, of there's those, right there's little sub components of each box yeah but if somebody can check all those which honestly there's a lot of people that can yeah then you at least have established a solid foundation right for sure and and i think you know a lot of time it's always like oh man this person's awesome and she she meets like you know 85 percent of what i'm looking for but could i could i get 89 percent you know mm. Could I find that 89%? And it's always like this. Grass is greener. Yeah, dude. And yeah. it's this perpetual thing. And then at some point, it's like, dude. Which seems to be a bigger problem in Utah. Let's be real. I, right? Yeah, I don't really know what it's like outside of Utah, you know, the dating scene. But I spent some time in Texas. How dude, long? I'll tell you, man. Four years. Okay. And I was in a singles ward for most of it. And these people are finding each other, man. There were a lot of marriages out there in Texas. And I'm sitting here going from Utah to Texas. I'm Lubbock, Texas, West Texas. I'm like... Lubbock, dude. Right? I've been to Lubbock. For real? <laughs> yeah. So you know it looks like... It's like Mars. It's like another planet. Yeah. It's yeah. ugly. Yeah. Dusty. Horrible. Dirty. Flat. Yeah. There's, honestly, the people are great. And that's what I loved about it. I actually did love living there. But it's so ugly out there, man. There's not... There's like really nothing to do. Anyway, so I'm coming there and I'm like, there's no options out here. Like, they're like, talking about the boxes. There's nobody checking these boxes. But looking back at it, man, like, these people, they were making it work. They, they were yeah. so many couples that found each other in that ward. And I'm kind of sitting here going, yeah, there's definitely something wrong with me. Well, that, that, that's my point, though, is like, because there are fewer options out there, they probably don't have this, like, abundance mentality about yeah. it. And so it, it's, 
they, they work with what they've got, you know, and so they make the choice based on their options there and who they're dating. It's more of an active decision than passive decision, right? 100%, dude. 100%. Yeah. It's, and, and that's what I had to figure out the hard way is, hey, it's a choice, man. And you can make it work or you cannot make it work. Yeah. Um, or, or you can choose to, to go make it work with somebody else. But it's 100% your choice. And, um, it, and it's not – I've got a lot of friends, dude, that are like, hey – you know, same mentality as I was. And now being on the other side, dude, after freaking struggling with that for three years and really, you know, my entire adult dating life, um, I, I've come on the other side. I'm like, dude, yeah, I, I was tripping for no reason, you yeah. know? And, and it's like, Hey, do you want, do you want to get married or not to this person <laughs> and, and if you do make it happen if you don't don't you know but I, th- I think if you're you've got all those boxes checked you can make it work with with anybody that meets that criteria so fast forward to where you're at with Shannon and you decide like hey it's probably time to like pull the trigger here take me through what you were feeling yeah so dude I, I mean I was tripping bad like all the way up until I got engaged mm. and so um yeah, so we, Shannon was like, done, done. She was like ready to, to dump me, you know, because I was dragging my feet so hard. And so it was like, all right, I'll, I'll freaking, let's go like, let's go like look at rings. You know, we could just like think about rings, you know, and just, I was like, just trying to do what I could to stop her from like <laughs> breaking up with me, honestly. Yeah. And so we go to this ring shop, dude, and I'm just like, I'm just feeling sick about it, bro. And this this salesperson just took me, dude. She saw me coming from a mile away. <laughs> and so we go, and I, I think we're just looking at rings, and, and she's like, she finds one that she likes. Shanna finds one that she likes. And then um, the salesperson's like, okay, so you like this one? You want this one? And Shanna's like, I think so. And she's like, okay, well, it'll it'll just be you know 5% down or something. In front of Shannon, and I'm like, uh, okay. So you were feeling the pressure, and you're like, I can't say no now. Yeah, how do you say no to that with, you know, with, with your, your girlfriend Cause that's, right there? Because that's a hell of a car ride home if you're saying no to oh, that. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, like, pulled out my wallet, you know, and, like, handed her my card. And you're sitting here thinking, like, please deny this, please deny this, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, but I was, like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, you don't have a 30 or a yeah, it was like a 30-day return policy hmm. and, and whatever, and it's 5%, so whatever. Like, okay, we'll do it. So Is that, that where the term 30-day fiancé comes from? But that was 90. 90 oh, was it 90? Oh, my bad. <laughs> I don't know. But so, so then they call me up, and dude, they, they called me up, and they're like, hey, your, your ring's ready. And so I go and, and pick up the ring, and um, but they say that, or, or I thought that I could return it um, at any time to, to have it like resized and stuff. Um, I thought there wasn't, you know, there wasn't like a time limit on that. So I, I went and paid for the ring and they were like, okay, so you've got 30 days to, you know, if you, you want to make any changes or not. And I was like 30 days, like I need more than 30 days, you know? Mm. And they're like, well, that's our policy. I'm like, 
well, 30 days is not going to work. Like, I can't get engaged in 30 days, you know, and I'm tripping, like, in the store. And you're like, how long have you been dating? You're like, three years. And they're like, what the hell is wrong with you, man? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know where to begin. So, so they're like, well, we can give you 60, but that's it. You know, it's so... Way to negotiate. Thanks, bro. That's a salesman right there. It's so, dude, I waited till like, the end of the 60 days. Day 59. Yeah. And, and But Shannon hadn't seen the ring yet, and so I was like... I've got to give it to her before, like, before the window's up. Because if she doesn't like it, dude, and, you know, I wait three months to give it to her, then I'm screwed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, How much was it? Dude, can I? Can I? Yeah. Is that? Is that I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble. By Shannon? <laughs> yeah. She doesn't listen. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, let's... Let's let's leave that. Serious? Off the air. Yeah. Five K. <laughs> anyway, dude. So <laughs> the, the um Yeah, so I was like, dude, I I don't freaking know, I've just gotta give it to her, you know. And I was just I was feeling sick, dude. And I was just like, uh, I'm just gonna do it. And so I just I hand her to the ring, dude, and then after that, it was like so much easier, cause, cause I I think my my mentality had shifted. Like, okay, I'm 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 not gonna do this unless I you know have a, a sign or some good overwhelming feeling that I should or some good reason to do it. Yeah. And then after that, it was like, okay, I'm I'm doing it unless there's some good reason I shouldn't, you know. And so once I had made that mental shift. Uh, it was like pressure pressure lifted dude so you once you proposed you were just like there was this alleviation that came and you're just like this is right this yeah is, this is i'm glad I did and, this. and i was still like tripping don't get me wrong but it was like way easier than before way way easier. really so yeah. it was almost as if like the moment you chose to actually commit to this in a very serious and real way and you thought like i'm putting my hands like more in shannon's like her control like we are we are now together forever is is essentially where you're getting at and there was some comfort there it sounds like well i mean i wouldn't say to that extent because i always i I was i was like hey i can always back out even if it's day of dude you can always back out and and i think you know, you should if you, if it's not right. Right, no, you're freaking right. Freaking back yeah. out at the altar. Well, we have to... we were just talking about my niece on the on the pot, right? They were engaged, and, and yeah, she, she did back out like she had to because it was terrible. This is obviously not the same, but yeah. But to your point, it's like you're not until you say I do or yes or whatever. Like, yeah, you got but that option. It was just that it was the mentality sh- switch of like, hey, this is real, right? And it it was like she, Shannon posted on Instagram and like. Um, yeah, all these things. So it, that that mentality switch, like, all right, we're doing this, you know, it, it just made it so much easier. And then, you know, and then as you get into marriage, it's like, all right, that's that was the right decision, and, and I was making a way bigger deal out of it than it should have been. I like that, man. I like that because it it's not to minimize the idea of marriage, but it is to say that like maybe we just overthink it a lot, right? Especially yeah. in the dating process and. How magical we think things should be when in reality it's got to be more pragmatic than anything. Yeah, and obviously it's a massive, massive decision. Yeah. But at the same time, it's really 
it's that it's as simple as make a decision you know yeah. and and if it you can make it work with with really anybody that that fits into that criteria that's my personal opinion and now we have little lars ulrich back on the way to <laughs> isn't that what you decided on yeah lars? something like that yeah that's what i thought yeah. okay all right we're shifting gears here so the next topic the next story i want you to hit is a story that we refer to as the goat man now i want to give a little preface here the first time i heard the story you weren't even there at the group i was in they were saying oh no like trevor has this crazy story and then they were sharing it and i was like freaked the hell out and then i heard it from you and i still got freaked out <laughs> and so i'm like we gotta like this this has to be documented this this story is so nuts well to be fair it's not my story but um we're gonna call it your story okay yeah okay let's just pretend didn't happen to me personally let's pretend it did though okay i'm gonna cut that out of the podcast <laughs> Okay, I like that. Creative editing. Um, yeah, so you just want me to jump into it? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I had this buddy, um, and in high school, he and a bunch of friends decided to go up to this cabin in Wyoming, and they were, uh, it, it, most of them were seniors in high school, um, and there were a bunch of kids going, it was like 40. Um, high schoolers going up to this cabin and it was this one of these kids parents owned uh, this cabin and and a ton of property and it was really a remote area Uh, and so it it took hours to get there and it was what state again sorry Wyoming Wyoming yeah it it took hours to get there and And they're from Utah yes yeah yeah Um, and so yeah it took hours to get there and they um, it was really isolated and they stopped at this gas station that was the closest thing to the cabin but still miles away and they, my, my buddy said the first thing that was like a little bit weird was this gas station and he said it, it, it was a creepy gas station almost, total like Texas Chainsaw Massacre style yeah like uh, and I imagine like okay it's it's got a gravel mm-hmm. you know no, no sidewalk dirt or, yep. or and one Gas station pump, pump yeah. and then just a broken one down. of those that you have to physically switch from like <laughs> bottom to the top. Exactly, and yeah. it's got the the numbers that flip over. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. So nothing's digital. Yeah, and so they go and and they're buying candy or something in the in the gas station, and they said this att- gas station sound was just weird, dude. Mm-hmm. And he was he was just like asking all these questions, and he was he was just like, where where are y'all headed? We're like, and they're like, oh, we're we're in this area, and he he got this like concerned look on his face, and he's like, y'all aren't sleeping outside, are you? And they're like, no, we're in a cabin, <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's good, cause there's rumor that the goat man's out, and they're like, yeah, okay, dude, thanks for the heads up. And uh, they were just like, this guy has smoked way too much crack. You know, like yeah. just some redneck that has lost his mind. Uh, so I, they, I, if I'm hearing that, if I'm on this trip, I'm like legit like kind of excited. I'm like kind of pumped. Like, oh, that sounds sweet, man. I love this scary stuff. Like I'm in. <laughs> like I don't believe it, but I'm in. I don't even think they thought twice about it, yeah. dude. You know, they just thought it was some crazy old guy. Um, so anyway, so they, they keep going up to this cabin. And when they get up there, um, they get out of the car and 
another thing that happened that was a little bit weird at first was they heard this clicking sound out in the woods. And it, it wasn't something that you would normally hear in the woods, that, and nobody knew what it was. But everyone was like, yeah, it's a little strange. What is that? You know, and they discussed it. I, I, but again, didn't think about it that much. They're just like, oh, there must be some explanation for it. This was while they were at the cabin? Yeah, they just didn't they like, gone to the cabin. Oh, maybe you're getting there, though. Yeah, they just gone to the cabin. Okay. So um, they go in the cabin, and they're hanging out, you know, and, and nighttime rolls around. Weren't there two guys, like, walking down a path at one point, though? Like, down the street? Yeah, so yeah. that's yeah. That's oh, that's good. still coming. Yep, my bad. Dude. It, it, right now, so it, it's actually it was a guy and a girl, mm-hmm. and I'm doing some guy and girl shenanigans. Well, I, I think they were just taking a, a romantic stroll in oh, the woods, you know. Freaking terrible high schoolers. <laughs> yeah. But they uh, they were walking on the path, and they see it, it. Well, yeah, it was a trail, and they see a guy in front of them, and they they assume it's someone from their group. And so they shine their flashlight, and it's it's not a high school student; it's an adult, and and it's a, a man dressed in like animal skin. You said right? fur, yeah. Fur. He, had, he was covered in fur, and as soon as they shine their light on him, he ran off of the trail into the woods, and they're like, "What the frick?" You know, and it was it was rare to see people out here during the day because it's so remote, and and much much more so or much less rare more rare <laughs> <laughs> less rare or more rare uh, but yeah it was it was it, you you never saw people at night and they're like why the freak would he run into the woods so they went back to the cabin and told everybody about it and, and it's was, dark already at this point yeah it was yeah. dark outside yeah and nighttime so everyone's like that's that's pretty creepy so they didn't go back outside um the rest of the night, for the most part, you know. And so, anyway, next day rolls around. Nothing happens that the rest of that night. Next day rolls around, and most of the kids go home. So it's, it's a little three-day trip. Yeah, so now, well, now it's Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. And there were only seven kids that were staying Saturday to Sunday. Mm. And so most of the kids roll out early that afternoon. And then um, the, the seven kids that stayed... We're just hanging out in the cabin. It's nighttime again at this point. And they they had some kids that were just, they were, they were trying to be funny. I guess one kid was, was a little scared. And so they decided to lock him out of the cabin um, at, at night. And so he's freaking out. And he's like hitting the door and he's like, hey, you better let me in. I'm going to effing kill you guys. I'm not joking around effing let me in now like he, he's cussing he's he's seriously like mad because he's so scared and they left him out there for a couple minutes and then let him in and and nothing happened while he was out there um and so fast forward you know later on that night it was it was about midnight um at this point in time and the, the kids are all awake and they're in the front room and they hear something like hit the door and my my buddy said it was like something would hit the door and drag something down the door so um he said it it, he didn't know what it was but it it was really loud so it hit it and then drag and it it did that a few times and and 
the kids are all like freaking out. Yeah, freaking yeah. out because their their buddies had left their their other friends had left like early afternoon, and so one of the the kids yelled through the door, "Who is it?" And my buddy said that the voice that they heard is indescribable, um, and he said the only thing that come comes close to describing it is when a cat makes this like growly low sound um, but he said the the voice sounded unearthly it did not sound like it was from this planet and he said it was like the most evil voice he's ever heard uh, or he had this this way evil feeling when he heard that voice and so i've got a, a recording of what he was trying to talk about or what yeah was like an example to. of what the voice might have sounded like yeah, yeah. With the, this cat so here we go that cat looks freaking possessed dude. <laughs> yeah it does so so that's what he was talking about though that low growly sound that, that cats sometimes make and the voice said exactly what the kid had said that they locked out a little earlier that night it said let me the FN. I'm not messing around. I'm gonna effing kill you guys. It was nice of him to at least edit the kids' language. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Uh, uh-huh. You better let me in now. Yeah. Right? Verbatim what the kid had said earlier. And then once once it got done saying that, then it, they heard this loud clicking sound. So it was the claim, same clicking sound that they had heard when they got there the day before. And it was right outside the cabin. And it was circling the cabin faster than anybody, any person could could run. And so it it kept doing that. And finally, one of the kids was, I I guess, kind of a hothead. And they had a shotgun in the house. So they get the shotgun and and the kid opens the door. And as soon as he does, that thing was out in the woods. Um, Did they see it or like just they didn't? No, they they just, it, it just disappeared. Wasn't around. Gotcha. And so the, the kid actually shot three shots um, out into the woods and yelled, like, if you come back, we'll kill you. Mm-hmm. So they, they shut the door and they had this debate, right? Like, what do we do? Do we drive? Do, do we pack up our stuff and drive on miles of dirt road home? Or do we just all hang out here until it's light and then leave first thing in the morning? You know, and, and ultimately they decided to stay uh, because they thought that was safer than, than trying to pack everything up and leave that night. So they all slept in one room. They made sure all the doors were locked. And uh, yeah, they, they just piled up in one room. So for, for my buddy, that's when, that's all that happened, right? But there was one kid that um, more actually happened to him. So he couldn't sleep. Uh, and they all decided to sleep in the same room. Yeah, they were just like they locked the whole like place down in a like, line yeah. in the same room. And so one of the kids could not sleep. He was so scared. And he had the the shotgun. He he laid by the shotgun. Um, and like three three thirty, um, he said he saw someone come into the room from the bathroom and lay down. And he, he thinks... Lay down him, in the room they were in. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and and so he thinks to himself like, I don't think I fell asleep, and I know I didn't see anybody go into the bathroom. And so he leans up to look down the room or look at the other people in the room, and it was dark to the point where you could see like faint outlines of mm-hmm. people, but you couldn't decipher who was whom. Yeah. And so he counted the the people in the room, and there were eight people not seven and so he was freaking out he did not know what to do with this point. this is the dude with the shotgun yeah uh-huh mm. and so he just decided to lay still and just wait and, and he's holding the shotgun um you know by his side and he said you know 10 minutes later 15 minutes later he sees this shadowy figure stand up and it goes and it stands over people in the room and he said it looked like it was like he was hovering over crouching over them and his chest was shaking like he was laughing like hard Mm -hmm. but he wasn't making any sound jeez that's creepy And, and so he went and did that over everyone in the room but this kid was just even so, over this kid. Yeah, but and he was just so scared. So much he, for being a hothead with a shotgun. A oh, lot I don't of good think he was the out. same kid. I don't think he's the same kid. Um, so he didn't know what to do, you know. And he's like, "Do you run for the light? Do you, you know, do I shoot?" Like he didn't know. So he just laid there, like petrified in fear. And with like his eyes closed. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get that level of detail. But um, anyway, so after it, it goes and you know, stands over everybody in the room. Then this thing walks back into the bathroom and shuts the door. The kid didn't move the rest of the night. He, did, he didn't do anything. But he just laid there awake. Freaking pants in every... <laughs> <laughs> what, would you, what would you have done? I don't know, bro. I don't know. I, I definitely wouldn't have let that thing stand over me, though. That's, That's the for thing, sure. man. Like, I'm not... Cl- like, I don't think I could close my eyes, but I'm also, like, too scared to open them. So... That's what, I mean, you just yell out and wake everybody up and... I don't know. Yeah, but the, the thing is like a shotgun too. You don't want to shoot that with other people in the room. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Or it, maybe you do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, the next morning, they went and checked the bathroom hmm. and the window was open in the bathroom. And what they, they ultimately... Uh, <clears throat> think it was is there were some Indian reservations in the area and they think that it might have been a skinwalker mm-hmm. and it, the thing that was you know doing the clicking sound the thing that was running around the cabin um, the thing that had the weird voice unearthly voice mm-hmm. and and the thing that was doing that ritual or whatever it was in the house and the same was the same guy that was walking on the trail they think it was a, a skinwalker. Skinwalker, yeah. And he was just doing some ritual or, mm-hmm. or something to them. And so uh, I, I was, I, I'm really into scary movies, you know? Mm. And I was watching the, I was watching the trailer for this scary movie. It's called The Conjuring 2. And when I was watching this movie, it had this recording of this 12 year old girl's voice, and it's an actual recording. Yeah. And this, or maybe it was 11, she was 11 or 12, I can't remember, but she was possessed. 
and the recording is in the uh, in the trailer. And when I heard that voice, it's it's exactly what my buddy was trying to describe. Yeah, it's uncanny. when when describing this experience. So let's hear it. I'll, I'll play this trailer just so you guys have another reference. Um, Here's the most user-friendly guest or listener-friendly guest I've ever had. Well, I don't know about... You uh, really care about the audience. I appreciate <laughs> that, man. Hey, thanks, bro. We were a very close-knit family. We were good children. We had no knowledge of the history of the house before the happenings. I remember Ed saying, we'll go, we'll go to Enfield. We actually got out into the neighborhood that there was something strange going on in our house and then it became known as the strange happenings in Enfield. It says that was real. That was those were the real actual recordings they played for the trailer. Yeah, That's of a, an eleven year old girl. Bro. Kind of wild. This is freaking me out, man. It's dark outside. I gotta I gotta make my way out to my car. Like I'm gonna have to actually <laughs> have you escort me out. I'll have Shannon escort you, dude. Yeah, I'm, good, I'm a man. bigger I make her kill spiders and stuff, so Yeah, that that sounds about right between you two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a palate cleanser, man. Okay. And okay. that palate cleanser is gonna come in the shape of you being a little hood rat high schooler that probably is responsible for a few deaths in the Utah County area. <laughs> so let's 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 hit it with that, man. You don't okay. have to name specifics. Okay. You're already out there. So like I said, hopefully the statute of limitations has expired on you, but yeah. you never know how homicide works or manslaughter or whatever. But if you have to go to prison, so be it. Whatever. It's all all for the podcast. Yeah, that's right. All for the pod. Yeah, so uh, I worked at a bakery in a high school, and I don't know how I got a job at a bakery, um, but me and a few of my buddies on the football team uh, all had jobs there. And this just sounds like just chaos waiting to happen. <laughs> so, so at this point, it was kind of a perfect storm because the the guy that owned the bakery was like pretty checked out, dude. He, he was just, he'd been doing it for years. He wanted to sell it. He was a younger guy too, wasn't he? Uh, he was probably in his mid-40s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was just he was just burnt out from the bakery. He's just a franchise game. owner. He's like, I hate this. Yeah, he was done, <laughs> dude. He was done baking those fritters. So anyway, he was never there, you know, because he was just burnt out. And so just these, these stupid high school kids were kind of running the show. There and the 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 bakery just it was kind of gross to begin with. There were like mice running around that we named, and <laughs> we saw weevils in the sesame seeds. And dude, that actually kind of makes me want to throw up. That's so gross. Yeah, it was gross, dude. And like, please tell me, like, when you saw that, you threw them out. 
You can't confirm that. I, I don't. I don't remember throwing them out. But I. I personally never use the sesame seeds with weevils in them. If that makes you. Feel uh, that makes better. me feel a little bit better. But I don't think I ever use the sesame seeds. Period. So. Um, but yeah, so it was it was pretty gross, and and like the floor was disgusting. Dude, we were supposed to mop and sweep every day. Never did that. No. High school rarely, boys, rarely, and I, I'm amazed this this bakery is like even would would pass inspections, you know. But I think he would he would have an idea of when the inspections were, and then he'd make us clean it really well when the inspections inspector came, and then that was he, he would pass never- the inspector, and then. It would just go to like never care disgusting that. again. Yeah. yeah, that was just so he could maintain his big contracts with some big grocery chains. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, th- I mean, to give you an idea, my my buddy, he had diarrhea for two straight weeks, bro, <laughs> and he was like, "Dude, I do not know like what's going on," and he stopped eating the apple fritters from this place, and. It, his, his diarrhea stopped, dude. And he was convinced that it was the apple fritters at this bakery. So, so anyway, it was that bad. And, and there were a lot of things that happened. Like, we'd have flower fights all the time. And, um, you know, there was this there was this kid there. He had greasy, long, curly, nasty hair, dude. And we're like, we're at the, at the counter making apple fritters. And, uh, his his bangs were just bugging him. They're just up in his face, and so he goes over to the garbage can and gives himself a quick little haircut, you know, in the garbage can. Smart. And then he comes back over and he keeps making fritters with the rest of us, and partway through he like shakes his head because his head was itchy, and the hair his hair goes like all over these apple fritters. Dude. Oh god! We're just like, bro, what are you doing? So we tried to like. You know, brush it off as we could. No but. joke. I mean, did, did you watch Seinfeld? Yeah. This oh, is yeah. exactly like when Kramer was working for the bagel company. And like at the, the very last scene in that episode, it's the Festivus episode. He's in there chewing gum and he's got his hands in the dough. And all of a sudden the gum falls out in the dough and he just like starts like kind of tearing <laughs> at it to find it. And his boss just sees him. He's like, all right, that's it. You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> it's dude. like that, dude. Yeah, it kind of was, dude. And we, we would like drop donuts on the ground and stuff and like or not donuts not cooked donuts but pre-cooked donuts mm-hmm. and still use them oh that's, that's fine that just cooks out the germs yeah right? that's what we said bro <laughs> so anyway i mean it was pretty bad but the, the worst thing that happened there is we were making pies once and they supplied pies to you don't need don't say the grocery chain okay i won't say the grocery chain but <laughs> but like a pretty well-known grocery chain. yes yeah. yes they supplied pies to the grocery chain in the area and so we we had to make a lot of pies and so we had this pie making machine and it was this circular machine and, and you'd put the pie tin down you'd put the dough in it and it would stamp out the bottom and then we would put the the filling in whatever it was cherry filling or right. apple filling or whatever and then the um, this machine would stamp the crust on the top of it and so with this machine all this excess dough right would build up on the machine and a lot of it would you'd fall have to like off trim it off yeah yeah exactly and, and it's just i mean we're, we're booking it through these pies right and so a ton of this dough is like on the machine and a ton of it's on the ground 
But you can reuse the dough that doesn't hit the ground. Typically, it's kind of the idea, right? Because it's still clean off of a of a, a pie that didn't need it. You could use that dough for the next pie, or is that just all like excess that you just toss? Well, I don't know. We didn't think. All right, fair enough. We didn't think either way. It's too about far it. of an advanced question for high schoolers, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, we, yeah, we didn't we didn't think much about it. But <laughs> our boss was like, "Hey, grab the." Well, the extra dough. Well, hold on real quick, though, because what you would do then, you said, is you would take that dough and put it in, like, a box. Well, yeah, because our boss asked us to grab the okay. extra dough. Yeah. So he's like, grab the extra dough and, and put it in this Crisco box, um, or it was the box that the Crisco came in. Mm-hmm. And so we thought he meant the dough, just all the dough, like the dough on the ground and the dough on the pie machine whatever yeah yeah any scraps of dough anywhere yeah exactly so that's what we did we, we picked up the dough and we put it for in some the reason box. he wanted it relegated the bad dough relegated to a single box yes okay. yeah and again we didn't think about why or anything we just thought he was having us you don't ask up. follow-up questions no. i get it yeah i worked at jamba juice in high school it's kind of the same idea it wasn't ever this bad but it was bad yeah yeah, yeah. I, I imagine most a lot of places have similar experiences but just but honestly don't go to a place that is run by high schoolers i think that's just probably a good rule of thumb agreed agreed <laughs> except the jamba juice in cottonwood heights give those kids a tip dude they'll hook you up the large size no way yeah every time dude i always hook people up at jamba juice bro i really did like i actually feel bad about it now like to the point where like there was one night it was our manager's last night and he was also a high schooler yeah he was he was quitting and we gave away, I probably gave away like 20 smoothies that night. Because he's like, we don't care, bro. We're doing it for whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I look back at that and I'm like, I'm, believe it or not, I'm actually kind of a better person than when I was in high school in some ways. And That is hard to believe. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I look at that and I'm like, that was terrible. Like, this was a guy's livelihood. Like, the franchise owner, like, that was his livelihood. And I was just like, meh. Yeah. Whatever. That's true. That's true. My buddies did the same thing in Coldstone, dude. Yeah. I... I Got many a free cold stones. Which cold stones probably a little bit safer because at least you see the ice cream right there. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we we grabbed this dough from the ground and from the machine. We put it in this box, and it, as you can imagine, the box fills up pretty quickly. And so as it's filling up, we're like stomping it down with our feet Look to out, make pack more it down. more yeah. room. Yeah. yeah. Like you would a garbage. Yeah, with your tennis shoes. We, we thought we were just throwing it away. We thought we were just throwing it away. With your Vans, with your Heelys yeah, and stuff like and, that. And the dough was getting black from the bottom of our shoes because obviously the right. the paper <laughs> is so gross. So anyway, Because you never mopped and you never sweat. Uh, yeah, exactly. So it, out of nowhere, our boss goes and grabs the box of dough and he puts it in the mixer... To mix it in with the next batch of dough. <laughs> and me and my buddies look at each other and we're thinking, he must not have seen. Did he not see us? How like, black that dough was? Yeah. How did he not tell? I, I well, I think because we would we would stomp it down and then put more dough on. Like and newer then, dough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so he probably just didn't see the black parts. So he goes puts it in the machine and me and my buddies look at each other like, I'm not telling him, dude, you tell him, you know? And he used it, dude, for the next batch of dough. And I'm like, did we kill somebody? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's not impossible. Like, I mean, that, scenarios like that is like how COVID starts. Yeah. So you guys might have 
started some strange. You guys might have been like that the swine flu. You might have been COVID oh five, because that's when this happened. Yeah, and we're just now finding out about it. Yeah, COVID nineteen obviously was two thousand nineteen, but this is COVID two thousand five. Yeah, there's probably a strand of COVID oh five out there that started at this bakery. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> I mean, if it's any consolation, I feel like I'm a little better of a person today. And so I would have told my boss if the <laughs> same situation happened today. Uh, well, who knows? <laughs> and I probably would have mopped a little bit more too, but who knows on that one. You probably also would just never have worked at a bakery. Like now, you wouldn't. Yeah, but you know, I want to be a pizza delivery guy at some point in my life. You want to be a pizza delivery guy? Yeah, I think that'd be dope, dude. Why? Because it's like everyone likes the pizza delivery guy, dude. There is some truth to that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. That, that like that. There's. I think it'd be fun when he shows up at the door. Everyone's just like happy to see you. For yeah. Sure. As long as you're on time. Yeah, you gotta be on time. Yeah. For sure, but I think it'd be cool. You're just ha- hanging out, driving around in your car, delivering pizzas to people. I think it'd be fun. Listening to this podcast. Exactly, dude. Exactly. <laughs> How does Shannon feel about you having that as your, one of your dreams? Uh, I think she supports it. She knows about it. Why don't you just start your own pizza place and then be the delivery guy? Yeah, I don't really want to do that, dude. I don't want to be that committed. Papa Trev's. Papa Trev's. Papa T's. Papa T's. Yeah. How about Papa Cito's, dude? Papa Cito's. In Texas. I don't think we had one of those in Lubbock. Oh, crap, dude. I've heard of it, though. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Way good. Mexican food. Yeah. So yeah, that's the the bakery story. I feel, feel a little guilty about that one. That's the story of when you killed some unsuspecting humans. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Hey, everyone's got we'll some demons, know. man. But it's nice of you to just come out and embrace yours. Yeah, dude, I got a lot of them. So, well, Trevor, that about sums it up for me. I'm I'm glad we ended on that story because I legitimately don't want to walk out to my car now. Every time I get reminded of that story. <laughs> But I'm so glad we have it documented, and I'm glad it's on my, like, this is my thing, you know? I, yeah, dude, yeah. I feel honored. Hey, I feel honored. Thanks for having me on the pod, bro. Anything else you want to share? That's it. I think, uh, I think we've shared it all. All right, we'll go ahead and close it out then, my man. All right, thanks, brother. Oh, I remember falling so madly There must have been magic in the valley And a rhythm in the night I could almost see it Did you fade right out of you? If it takes time If it takes time To get to you I'll get to you If it takes time If it takes time